0: And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones and Tim Moore, and we have a great program prepared for you today as we're going to be talking about casting the vision of this ministry as well as escaping Satan's snare. So stay tuned to today's program. And for those of you that are following us on social media, we'd love for you to share this program with your friends and family so that they can be part of our program today. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Tim Moore if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Sure will, Vic.
1: Thank you very much. Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus, asking your blessing on our time of conversation and fellowship, that it will be an encouragement and edifying to those who are listening, that they will be uh, motivated to share the glorious news of your son's soon return and how we can live for Christ even now. May all we say and do bring glory and honor to him. In his name we do pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Tim. Again, you're tuning into our Truth. to set free Bible prophecy edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, Tim Moore with Lamb Lion Ministry, and we're excited about today's program. We thank you for being part of today's program. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host and our guests of the program, Tim and Nathan. Nathan, it's great to have you on. As always, brother, good to be ministering with you. Fantastic. And Tim, it's great to have you on. I love it when you're able to pop in here with us.
1: Oh, I like to be able to, Vic, as often as possible. And thank you and Nathan for being so faithful and hosting this show now for so long. And uh, I know it's been a, a real encouragement to your listeners.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. And again, for those of you that are tuned in, we have an exciting time prepared for you today as we're going to be talking about two very important topics. But before we continue, Nathan, would you share a little bit with our audience in case someone is new what we do in our roles in the ministry and also how they can get a hold of our resources and maybe some upcoming events?
2: OK, well, I won't speak for Tim. I'll just speak for myself here. Let him do that. But uh, uh, Nathan Jones, I'm the Internet Evangelist here at Lamb and Lion Ministries. Uh, We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We do that in a number of different ways, primarily through our television program, which is called Christ in Prophecy, now airing its 19th season. And uh, you can get that on all the major networks and online as well on our website at ChristinProphecy.org. We have a wealth of information to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ and get you excited about the Lord's soon return. So check us out, ChristinProphecy.org.
0: Ooh, awesome. And of course, and Tim, if you can share with us also uh, your new role as well as a uh, conference that's coming up.
1: Yes, uh, I am blessed to be able to follow in the very large footsteps of Dr. David Reagan, who founded Lamb and Lion Ministries just over 41 years ago. He still serves with us as an evangelist emeritus, so he'll still be writing and involved in our magazine and our television show from time to time. But the daily operations uh, for the staff that is here and for our assistant evangelist will continue on. And yes, as Nathan mentioned, we we are still producing our Christ and Prophecy television show every week. And probably the most impactful and, and broadest uh, outreach we have is through our Internet evangelism. So many of our uh, supporters and all of the, the listeners today can tune in to our television programs and find a wealth of content and information on our website. Uh, This very weekend, we are hosting a conference here in Texas, but just as an example, it will be live streamed. And so before we're done, I'm sure Nathan will tell you how to connect so that even if you're far away from Dallas, Texas, you can be a part of this conference and watch it live. And of course, it will be posted on our internet as well for uh, archive viewing after the fact. But those are the kind of ways that we reach out to proclaim the glorious news that Jesus is
0: coming soon. Whoa, fantastic. And Tim, you know, I'm going to be logging in, man, because I'm all the way down in Florida. So I'm glad for the live streaming.
1: Well, we're glad for live streaming to plug you in. And of course, Vic, you're going to be a part because you've actually sent in a video that we'll be playing to honor Dr. Reagan as we spend a little time in this conference, recognizing his faithful service over the years, but always pointing to Jesus Christ. So wherever we are, we have the opportunity to serve him and we do it gladly.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Tim and Nathan. Yeah, we're very excited. And for those of you that are part of the program, maybe you're new to the program, you're not very familiar with the ministry, God is doing some amazing things with this ministry. And actually, we're going to take a few minutes to talk about casting the vision as as Tim is going to share with us uh, the future for the ministry and and the wonderful opportunities to grow the ministry and just uh, so that you're all aware where this is headed uh, for the future. And we're very excited for that. So, Tim, we're going to have some time here in the beginning of the program would you be able to talk to us a little bit about the vision what the Lord has put in your heart uh, as leading the ministry and some uh, things that you see that the ministry can take hold of to continue to grow and reach more people
1: yes sir and I'm so glad that Nathan already shared our go-to mission which is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ to as many people as possible as quickly as possible and we do that in a variety of formats we go and speak live so vic and nathan and myself we all will go and and share at a church or at a venue or at a conference the good news that jesus is coming soon we've already mentioned our television program we have a bi-monthly magazine that people can read online for free or they can order an actual print copy through our ministry we have books and publications so all those venues are the way that we get the word out that jesus is coming soon and we've done that for many years casting the vision forward I basically am assuring all of our supporters and viewers that we will continue to focus on that mission and on that mission statement. As a matter of fact, we're going to refocus by really honing down on Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, we've uh, had a series of television programs that has already started on our TV show, Christ and Prophecy, talking about God's prophetic voices to America, people who've been sounding alarm and warning America that we need to turn back to God because we are straying from him. And once that series concludes here in just several weeks, we will go back to the Old Testament and focus on Jesus in the Old Testament and how all those books of the Old Testament really are the foundation to understanding the revelation in the New Testament, which is Jesus Christ. In other words, he is the focus, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So we're going to testify about Jesus by pointing people to Bible prophecy from Genesis to Revelation. And the other vision that I want to cast is to make sure that as we reach as many po- people as possible, as quickly as possible, we're always going to look to expand our audience to folks who have not yet heard the glorious good news that Jesus is coming soon. Glorious good news if you know him as Savior, but it becomes a warning to those who do not yet know Christ as their Savior, to flee from the wrath to come. Because as John says in chapter 3, verse 36, the wrath of God already abides on those who have not yet embraced Jesus Christ as their Savior. So we want to warn those folks to flee from the wrath to come and into the arms of our wonderful Savior. And of course, as we broaden that audience, one of my other focuses is on reaching new generations. Because... We realize that people reach a certain stage of life and they begin to think about things to come in their own life and beyond. And yet, when Jesus comes, when the rapture occurs, it will catch the entire world unawares. And we do not want young people who are going to witness all of these things coming to pass in their lifetimes to be completely unawares or uninformed. So we're trying to reach new generations. And we'd invite all the listeners today to share this message, to share connection with our ministry to their family, their friends, and especially younger people, because it is incredibly relevant to them.
0: You know, Tim, that's a great point. And I'm so glad that you did not leave the young generation out, because somehow people think that young people are not interested in certain topics of Bible prophecy. But if we don't give them the opportunity or reach them through the medium that that they are using today, we're losing opportunity there.
1: Exactly right, and that's why Nathan's role is so critical here, and and yours as well, Vic, as you have connection with folks in a part of the country that, you know, we're not geographically located, as you're using a podcast today, as Nathan has the tools of the internet, it really has the broadest outreach, and especially reaching those newer generations. So Nathan can talk about the demographics. We reach people of every age bracket, but it is a growing segment of our listeners and viewers. Who are of those younger generations and they are keenly interested when the message that we share is relevant to them and we certainly intend to always make it relevant to them
0: absolutely and Nathan you can speak to us about those statistics right there's just an overwhelming amount of young people now and their main medium of communication is really social media and the internet
2: yeah, the old way of, that we did it at the ministry for many years is Dr. Reagan would go to a church and preach or do a conference, and we do it as well. And you would look across the room and everybody has white hair, and you'd be the youngest person in the audience usually as the speaker. And uh, newsletters do very well, but 85% of our readers tend to be 55 and older. Uh, that's the way they communicate. That's the way they're used to. But Overwhelmingly, our website statistics are showing, I I just met with our Google AdWords campaign manager yesterday, and uh, we are getting a huge influx now of people 35 and under. And interestingly, and this is the first time, from China, uh, usually the top 10 cities that visit us tend to be America, Singapore, Toronto, uh, but uh, American cities. But now we're getting cities all over China, and I'm assuming that because of the upheaval in China with the loss of freedom in Hong Kong and all, that the Chinese are desperate to look for something that isn't been, of course, filtered out by the government. So uh, for years, we'd have people from uh, Middle East countries, especially Muslim, Islamic countries, who would write and say, if anyone knew I was talking to you, I'd be killed. And so that's a neat thing about here. We don't just physically have to go places now. It goes through the airwaves, it goes through the streaming, it goes through the Internet and reaches people all over the world. And increasingly, we're seeing people in foreign countries as America, sadly attention wanes towards the Bible it's it's increasing overseas and uh, brother that's exciting it's it, I'm always amazed to, to contact people in different countries and hear them connect to the the gospel I, I heard uh, Jan Markell call it the remnant church as church organizations are abandoning teaching bible prophecy individuals are looking to augment and subsidize what they're learning uh, in their churches with bible prophecy through ministries such as lamb and lion ministries and through this podcast I know if you're Listening in, you're, you're probably not hearing this at your church as much as you like, and you're supplementing your Bible teachings with this podcast and other resources on Christandprophecy.org. So praise the Lord that you could join us and, and be excited about the topic. We're all in Jesus Christ.
0: Mm, amazing. Thank you, Nathan. And, and Tim, I also know part of Casting the Vision and part of the ministry wanting to reach a young people, uh, the inbox, short videos, as well as, as the prophetic perspective, that's all part of gearing to reaching this generation, right?
1: It really is, and that's uh, been intentional as we do try to reach new generation. I'm reminded I have some older friends who talk about uh, not being as connected to their children or grandchildren, and they say they're always texting and doing other things, and I'll answer them and say, well, why don't you get a phone and text them? And they'll say, well, I don't want to communicate that way. Well, you will not stay as connected to the young people <laughs> unless you talk to them in the venue and the manner that they're communicating in. So we want to to meet people. In other words recognize that that's where they are. And so just like Paul, he went to where the folks were. He shared the same message of the gospel itself. We're always going to share the gospel message pointing to Jesus' soon return, but we're going to do it in a way that actually meets those people without ignoring the older generation. So I will point out that when the Lord came the first time, there were only two people who were actively looking for them. They were him. They were very old, Simeon and Anna. But they had studied the scriptures and they were eager and awaiting the Messiah. And the Holy Spirit had revealed to them that they would see the Lord's Messiah. So old or young, you can be excited about the Lord's soon return, but they will not know unless a a preacher proclaims that good news, which is why we are called to share that message. And we will do so faithfully.
0: Mm, I love that. Thank you so much, Tim. And again, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned in to The Truth to St. You Bible Prophecy Edition, Vic Batista, Tim Moore, Nathan Jones. Again, we're talking about casting the vision for the future in this wonderful ministry. Tim, I know your time is limited with us today, but talk to us about one more thing, partnership with other ministries and conferences. I know that's also in the works and some things that are also planned as a way of casting the vision.
1: Yes, sir. We are always looking to partner with like-minded ministries just to mutually encourage and edify one another and create that network. Uh, Lamb and Lion Ministries actually ties our own income and revenue to share with other ministries so that we can support the Lord's work across a broad variety of, uh, of messengers and venues even beyond ourselves. And we invite your listeners, the listeners here today, to partner with us as Prophecy Partners which would help proclaim that message much further than anyone individually. And we're always looking to bring people into uh, the role of helping share this message. So uh, again, most of our sister ministries were founded by individuals who had a passion for the Lord and wanted to proclaim his soon return. And we have been supportive of their effort as well.
0: That's fantastic. And of course, I know that we're part of the ministry is also doing some um, uh, sort of like tag team conferences uh, with Bible prophets with some other wonderful speakers. And I know that's something that's being uh, prepared for the future as well.
2: You're probably talking about the uh, Great Reset Conference in Las Vegas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're teaming up with Billy Crone of Get a Life Ministries. He's got uh, his Sunrise Bible Church, got a new location, and he wants to kind of christen it with a Bible prophecy conference. So he suggested we team up with them and host a regional conference there. So Tim and myself, Billy Crone, Don Perkins, and Brandon Holdhouse will be teaching about this great topic that's out right now. It's it's fascinating, but also frightening. It's the Great Reset, the globalist movement to reset the world, which we know will eventually become the Antichrist kingdom. So uh, if folks want to check it out, they can register. It is open now on our website at ChristandProphecy.org. Uh, registration will probably go pretty quick. Seatings limited. It's not a huge facility. But again, we're going to stream it online, of course, uh, not only over our networks, but Billy Crone's networks as well. And so you can tune in if you can't be there in person, which we'd love you to be in Las Vegas with us. Uh, you can also tune in through streaming. And that'll be October uh, 16th and
0: 17th. Fantastic. I'm so excited uh, regarding that. So Tim, we are so excited about this new vision that the Lord has put in your heart for the ministry. We're so excited to be serving alongside of you. And we just know that God is going to do uh, some amazing things. And uh, any any last uh, words of encouragement, uh, Tim, for our audience out there? Maybe there's a pastor or a leader uh, listening, and maybe they're not too keen into Bible prophecy. Uh, what would you say to them?
1: Well, I would say, first of all, that uh, the Lord blesses those who open his prophetic word. We always point to uh, Revelation that twice says there is a blessing for merely reading the book of Revelation and for heeding it. And I ask people, how do you heed a book of prophecy? And the way you heed it is first and foremost by believing it. And so those of us who have put our faith in Christ, the whole word of God is is there and fruitful for study and for understanding but in order to understand, you must first believe and then obviously you must read. So whether a pastor, I've just encouraged them to read and believe that which they're reading and the spirit will lead toward understanding. And of course, the vision that I'm sharing is nothing new. We are pointing to Jesus Christ. And for those who feel like, well, I'm the only one in my church or in my community or, you know, my circle of friends who really has a hunger for the, the prophetic word, uh, That is a sentiment shared by many, but I can assure you there are a number of folks scattered in any community who do uh, resonate with the prophetic word of God. And so uh, that is a blessing that the Holy Spirit has sparked within our own hearts, a fire and a passion for Christ. I would say don't be discouraged by how few are passionate about his return. Just keep your eyes on Christ. Share by testimony your own witness and your own love for the Lord and look for his soon return, because that is what we are commanded to do.
0: Whoa, fantastic. That sounds what a great closing word, Tim. I really, really appreciate you being with us and sharing with us the casting, the vision. We're, we're so, so excited for what God is going to continue to do. So thank you so much, Tim, for joining us. I know you have other commitments today, but may the Lord bless you.
1: And you as well, brother. You and Nathan, thank you for what you do. And I appreciate this podcast very, very much.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And of course, for those of you that are part of the program, we're going to talk about our second segment of the program. And it has to do with escaping Satan's snares. Nathan and I have been looking at this in the uh, incredible message that Paul was sharing with young Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2. And some of the admonishments from Paul to Timothy is the importance of living pure. But also fleeing the lusts of this world, so that people will not be trapped and ensnared by them. So we're going to take you now to Second Timothy chapter two, and, and uh, Nathan, if you would read for us chapter two verses twenty through twenty-three, uh, that will be fantastic.
2: Excellent. Okay. But in the great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also wood and clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself with the latter. He will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife.
0: Nathan, you know, you and I have been talking about this uh, admonition. Uh, from Paul to young Timothy. And as we look back uh, some of the things that we've talked about, uh, Paul also reminded Timothy in verse 14 there of chapter 2 of 2 Timothy, he says, remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words, to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. And then on verse 16, he says, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness." And now he's saying to Timothy, uh, again, the importance of, uh, again, maintaining a pure lifestyle, uh, cleansing himself uh, from the things of this world, and and to flee uh, youthful lust. And Nathan, it's it's one thing uh, for us to have a wonderful message, whether it's Bible prophecy as pastors or leaders, but If our lifestyles and our testimony is not there, it will be hard for people to accept it. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely.
2: I think the best example is go back to the 80s with the great televangelist scandals. Uh, You probably remember back then when everybody held pastors and preachers and televangelists with uh, high esteem. They were great respect. And then we started seeing them that Uh, some of them fell pretty tragically, either through affairs or cheating uh, financially or both. And uh, it was just a terrible time because we saw people losing their faith in mass. And again, uh, it's really, I don't think Christianity in the West has recovered from it, but it's only gotten worse. Uh, There's not a, probably a month, maybe once a month, I hear another story of another pastor who's fallen or given up on his faith or had an affair or was caught cheating. Uh, You know, that's, (laughs) Uh, we're supposed to be the example, right? I mean, boy, and the Lord holds Christian leaders to really high standards. We're, we're going to be judged very harshly when we stand before the Lord about how we're managing uh, his name. I'll uh, be preaching this weekend at the conference on the book of Micah, and Micah had some very harsh words for the priests and prophets of this time period because they weren't living for the Lord. They were living for themselves. And in, by doing that, it defamed Jesus' name. People looked and said, well, if that's what God's followers mm-hmm. are like. Then God must be pretty lousy, too. And then they lose their faith. And, brother, I think probably in the West we've seen a tremendous resentment against Christianity because people look at our leaders who are fallen. and Some use it as an excuse, of course. But for the most part, the general population, they're saying, well, if the Christians are just as bad as the people in the world, then why would I have anything to do with Jesus Christ?
0: Mm, Nathan, and you know, and, and our testimony is so important. You know, the, the sad thing is that too many people don't take that serious. And I really appreciate great teachings. I really agree, appreciate a great word, but I also appreciate a lifestyle that resembles the Lord Jesus Christ. That's one of the things that I think is fantastic about Lamb Ministry, as well as Dr. Reagan, is that throughout the ministry, there's no one that can point the finger uh, uh, in regards to uh, loose living or alcoholism or any type of that type of blemish. But he started well and he also ended well. But there are many that really don't put much attention uh, to the, you know, to the to the living pure and holy. And we need to be careful with that.
2: It's about accountability. Uh, I would say, uh, Dr. Reagan, of course, made sure he has a board of trustees that watch him and mentor him. And now Tim does, uh, and the staff, of course. And, uh, so there's accountability partners. Uh, we keep each other accountable, right? Vic, uh, making yes. sure that I have accountability partners of my own, two friends of mine for 20 years now. We've been accountability partners keeping each other. Uh, we have the public watching us, uh, you know, uh, I can't stress how important it is uh, in my, when I graduated from college, uh, Bible school, I, we are a school yearbook. I put a quote that I had I read from a reporter. It said, sometimes the only Bible people ever read is your life. I mm. think so true. Every Christian folks, people are looking at us and they're looking how we're living and how we're behaving. And that's how they're they're deciding whether to explore Christianity or not. So, Yes, the church has really got to be de- part of the end time message that Lamb and Lion Ministry teaches. Not only is the soon return of Jesus Christ, but how should we live knowing that Jesus Christ is returning? And there's two things we point to specifically. One is a passion for evangelism while the time is short. But the second is holy living. We must be dedicated to holy living because that is the only gospel some people
0: ever read. I love that. And Nathan, you know, one of the mark of false prophets and false teachers uh, outlined by Second Peter as well as Jude is really a loose lifestyle. And in Second Peter chapter two, verse fifteen through twenty-three, would you be able to take us there, Nathan, and start us out by reading for us Second uh, Peter chapter two? Uh, if you can read verses fifteen through twenty, that would be fantastic. And then I'll read uh, twenty-one through twenty-two.
2: Okay. They have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked for his iniquity. A dumb donkey, speaking with a man's voice, restrained the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds carried by a tempest, for whom is reserved the blackest of darkness forever, meaning hell. For when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption, for by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought into bondage. For if, after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning.
0: And verse 21 says, for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandments delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb, a dog returns to his own vomit and a soul having washed her swelling in the mire. And and, and I think uh, uh, Paul is saying to Timothy, Timothy flee uh, these lustful uh, ways of living. He says, uh, live purely. And it's sad, right, Nathan, when you see someone called a person of God involved in these kind of lifestyles. Yeah. There's a movie
2: coming out that I shudder that's coming out. It's about the life of Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. I think it's trying to make Tammy Faye kind of seem like the, the dupe to Jim Baker's corruption. Uh, but you know, when people look at Christians, what are they looking at? Giant teased pink hair, ridiculous lipstick, constantly selling survival gear, uh, you name it, all endless, endless nonsense. And this is totally against what the the, uh, Jesus and the apostles taught. So uh, it it just makes me shudder.
0: Yeah, and Nathan, and that's why it's kind of sad, but when we mention names and we bring about what's really going on, sometimes people get upset at us. They think that we're somehow jealous of all the ministry, all the people, but no, we're calling it as it is. You know, we we are held to a higher standard, especially those of us that are teaching the word of God. And whether it's Bible prophecy or scripture, it all holds the same truth as Paul is saying to Timothy, people are looking at our lifestyle. The false prophets, the false teachers, they're only after one thing. They want the money, they want the recognition, and they don't really care about the people. And not only that, but also Jude outlines for that in Jude 1, verses 4 and verses 17 through 23 as well. So, Nathan, will you be able to take us there to Jude uh, 1? I know there's only one chapter there, but if you can read for us uh, (laughs) verse 4, and then I'll jump to 17 through 22.
2: For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: And and then we also notice Nathan verse 17 says, by you beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there will be mockers in the last times who will walk according to their own ungodly lust. These are sensual persons who cause division, not having the spirit But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. And then he says in verse 29, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And I just love that because I think Paul is saying to Timothy Nathan as an admonition, flee worldly lust. In other words, Nathan, if we believe that the Lord can come at any moment, we really don't want to be found doing things that are really hurting the heart of the Lord, right? Yeah, I'm
2: always reminded of the Calvin and Hobbes trip where the parents come in, they always find Calvin, you know, breaking a pipe or stealing a cookie and the look on his face and the artist really captured the look well. Do we want to look like that when Jesus shows up We're human. We're going to make mistakes. Vic and I aren't saying that you've got to be perfect. Jesus is the only perfect one, and his death on the cross cleanses us of our sins and makes us right before the Lord. We're going to make mistakes, but we should be not living in rebellion against God. We need to be living in purity as best as we can and guided by the Holy Spirit that makes it possible for us to do that.
0: And Nathan, so I, I believe that that is a wise word uh, there in Second Timothy chapter two twenty-two uh, that we can all take. heed, flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace. And those who call on the name of the Lord uh, out of a pure heart. And maybe you're out there and you recognize that you really don't have that personal relationship with Jesus. You really have not been walking in, in, in purity. But you recognize your, your sin and you want to turn from that. Nathan, we want to give that person an opportunity right now, wherever they are, to come to Christ. I know we only have about a minute left of the program, but will you, share, will you be able to share with that person how they can come to Christ even right now and allow him Uh, to help them through whatever they're going through.
2: I think of Habakkuk 2, 4, which says, the just shall live by faith. In other words, if if you want your sins forgiven, you want to stand before the Lord holy and pure and inherit eternal life, then you must put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that by approaching the Lord in faith and belief that he's the Son of God and in repentance, asking for forgiveness for your sins. You can't reconcile with someone unless you, Uh, forgive each other. So the Lord is looking to forgive you, but you need to come to him in repentance. So you can pray from your heart, in faith and and, in repentance, something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. I know you're the Son of God and my Savior. Please be my Savior. Please forgive me of my sins, in your precious name. Amen. Your sins will be forgiven, your guilt will be cleansed, and you'll inherit eternal life with him.
0: Praise the Lord! Thank you so much, Nathan. And if you pray that prayer for the first time and you meant it from your heart, hey, reach out to us 305-992-9537. We'd love to pray with you and give you some materials so you can continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to celebrate with you coming to the Lord. For those of you following us on social media, post that that you received the Lord, and we would love to reach out to you or also reach out to us. So, Nathan, I thank you so much for always sending out that invitation. Also, thank you uh, for Tim being able to join us we had a fantastic time and uh, i just thank you for the wonderful work that you do reaching the millions of people on the internet
2: Um, praise the lord brother it's all jesus christ